You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com. Good to be back. Um, tonight, today, whatever time zone this might be in, uh, we're having a wonderful discussion today about some WCW autographs. And today we have the, uh, we're, we're fortunate to have good old uh, Wes Moore. Am I pronouncing it right? Wes Moore, right? Oh, yeah. yeah That's okay. it. Yeah. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you yeah. doing? Uh, you know, it's uh, another blazing hot day here in Arizona, so... I think it's uh, hit about 90, uh, 90 degrees today. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, we chose to go to the zoo today. So that was a wonderful thing. So we're all sunburned and feeling great. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I really was looking forward to getting you on and talk to you about, I, I've, seen, I've been watching your progression in collecting all those cool 98, 99 WCW Tops autograph cards. And I think as of today, you're down to final eight, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, got eight, eight left. And we got, who are they? Got uh, Jericho, Guerrero, yeah. Hogan. I think it was, yeah. was it uh, Fire? Fire. Van is, Hammer. Is Van Hammer's left. Um, mean Gene oh. and uh, Gorgeous George and Medusa. Ah, Medusa. Okay, Gorgeous George and Medusa. That's awesome. That's that's pretty impressive there. I mean, as it is, I mean, when you talk about those sets, you have three releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two releases both had factory inserted autograph cards, 37 from each release. Right. And then embossed had 27. And then we're not even talking about the, you know, uh, uh, ones that circulated outside those. You got, you, yeah, have you gone after those two? I've got I've got two of them. I've got uh, Scott Steiner and uh, Bobby Duncan Jr. So is that not counting towards your missing eight? No, no, I don't. I don't count the unreleased in that. Um, the set to me is a hundred and one. There were eight unreleased uh, that have been found, spotted, circulated. Uh, Beckett actually list the set at 104 with the 101 that I've been trying to get to the Steiner, the Duncum and the Mikey Whipwreck. They list that on the registry as part of the normal set. But they list, I've they list those three cards as part of the normal set. Yes, sir. They uh, do. I wish I would have known that. I, I actually did have a nice discussion. I don't know if you watched the episode where I, I spoke to um, uh, the editor of the Beckett Almanac, Wrestling Almanac. Yeah. I, I would have I hit him up on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I know those three that they've included are the most commonly found out, out in the open, but I'm not sure how they made that call. Yeah, to I, that's me, interesting. 101, there's one, 101 in the sets, what, what I'm going for. So that's what you're going for, and you're down, you're down to your final eight. Yes, sir. Um, how long have you been collecting those? I got the first one in 07 and just accumulated some for probably about four years. 
and then had about 15 or 20 and uh, started doing a little research to see exactly how many there were in the set and, you know, figured, hey, you know, it's a, it's a long-term goal, but about 2012 is, is really when I started trying to work on it as a set. So it's coming up on about nine years since I've, I've done probably 75 of the 93. That's and, uh, and I'm sure the pricing was much better back then. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If I knew, if I knew now I would already have Hogan. I would have, I would have Medusa. I would have all the ones that are going to cost me a house payment to get. <laughs> Surprisingly, Medusa one would cost you a house payment. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. You know, I've, I've tried to do, do research. Maybe, you know, I don't, um, you know, as far as insertion rates or how many actually made it in, but there had to be some, some wacky differentials on some of these folks that didn't get all their cards back in or stuff happened. Yeah, I actually, um, one of my earlier interviews was with a gentleman named Jeff Zapata. And he worked, for, yeah, he worked for Tops during that time frame. And he had recommended that I try to contact this guy. Uh, I can't remember his name now. I have to go back and, and, and do my, do my notes. But uh, I tried finding this guy, both myself and Jeff Zapata, who said I still have his old phone number and his old home address, and apparently those don't don't, don't work anymore. And uh, he was the liaison between Tops and WCW, and worked very closely with Jimmy Hart. And yeah, that, that's what I remember from the episode. He talked about Jimmy Hart helped him get a lot of the guys to get their stuff back in. Yeah, and uh, I've reached out to my uh, close friend of mine, who's really good friends with Jimmy Hart. And uh, apparently Jimmy's just not interested in, you know, doing podcasts. So, uh, and I'm like, I, now I'm about ready to say, you know what, you know, screw the podcast. Just can you, can I talk to him on the phone or can we talk, arrange some kind of a conference call where I can ask him these questions about these cards, just so I can get some kind of clarity. Has he still got the bar? Maybe we could just go down to Florida and go to his bar. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's possible. I mean, uh, I'll talk to my, my, my buddy and see if we can make that arrangement. I'll fly out there for that. I'm pretty close to Florida. <laughs> you are actually, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. I'd, uh, I, I go to Tampa one, usually once a year until the COVID, of course. I go once a year for a convention, um, but uh, I don't go there very often. But I'd go there for that. I would go there for that. Um, yeah. uh, so, you don't just collect, obviously, just the WCW autograph cards. You collect other things mm -hmm. as well. What, what else do you collect? Uh, you know, I do general wrestling autographs. I've got a lot. Um, usually when I run up on almost anybody from anybody that's had a card, you know, set issued, TNA, WWE, um, I'll pick them up if I don't have one of their autographs in, in my book. Uh, used to be big into football, baseball, stuff like that. This set has kind of wiped me off on that for the last <laughs> five or six years because this is its own thing for me. This is your main focus right now is, is finishing off this yeah. WCW autograph set. Yeah, no doubt. Until I, until I get done with this, there's not going to be any, any other stuff for me. <laughs> uh, uh you collect a wide variety of autograph cards and from wrestling as well. Mm -hmm. So like you, you do the leaf stuff, you do some WWE mm -hmm. stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've got quite a bit of Leaf stuff um, and lots of WWE autographs. I'm I'm not a big box busting guy, so uh, I used to get a lot of stuff off CMOC. Mm -hmm. You could find a lot of very very good Leaf stuff on there, and um, that's where I got a lot of stuff pre-COVID, pre-shipping delay. Yeah, and then, well, and then on top of that, pricing-wise, too, I mean, once COVID, mm -hmm. it's almost like the prices skyrocket on everything collectible, everything. Pretty much everything is doubled or tripled or, you know, sometimes a lot more than that. So do you feel like, uh, well, that means that the stuff you've already invested in before the stuff hit, you know, it's gone way up in price, and I mean... Oh, yeah, I'm definitely rich. There's no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to break stuff out just sometimes and just go on eBay and just see see what's changed, you know, in the last year. What, what's so. Your, so what's your goal when you finish this? Are you going to be displaying these somehow? I mean, how are you going to display them? you put them in a book? Are going to get them so framed? I did, I did have them displayed up till about 80. I would use the frames that you would get from Hobby Lobby or Michaels, and you could put 20 in there. I did that until I got to 80, and I put them in mags, and they are too heavy oh. for those frames. So I was constantly having to reattach those to the wall. So I finally decided that although I'd love to have them up, uh, the last thing I needed was for them to fall off the wall, have something happen. Sure. You know, this is not, not something that I would want to take any chances with. I'll be honest with you. I, since I've got closer, I've thought about what will I do with it once it's done. And I'm probably going to put it in a safe deposit box at a bank or get a safe or something because... You can't enjoy it that way. I can digitally, like That's we true. talked about. That's true. I've got Twitter. I've <laughs> got Twitter, and uh, I have a, uh, you know, like like we talked about. I've been pretty, pretty consistent for the last three years or so. Every time I get a card, I, I get it up there, and I document who you know had a hand in helping me get it, and I go back through that stuff often. And hit guys up and say, "Hey, you got anything new? You got <laughs> anything new? <laughs> got to send them your updated yeah. list." Well, you know, I've I've had guys come back to me and say, "Hey, I decided I'd sell my Goldberg, or I've decided, you know, I I don't want this giant anymore, or Ultimo Dragon stuff that just doesn't show up on eBay a lot." Guys have helped me out tremendously. Uh, it's, it's a lot of people that have helped me try to keep it moving. Uh, of all the cards, do you have a favorite card of all that stuff? Of all the? <laughs> Man, that's tough. Um, if you made me pick one, I would pick one. I'm making you pick one. <laughs> all right. So I would say my favorite is Brad Armstrong. Really? Uh, yes, sir. Why? So Brad Armstrong, you know, is on the list of the guys that's RIP in this set, uh -huh. which is a big driver on, you know, the 
pricing and the availability and all that stuff. But the reason that that one is is the most important to me is because when I when I got into wrestling here in Alabama, there was uh, Continental Wrestling that would come to all the small towns, and that was Bullet Bob Armstrong ran. You know, well, he had a piece of the property, but uh, he was one of the big stars. And at that time, Brad was in Crockett a lot, and he would come basically occasionally and, um, you know, work main events with his dad and do stuff like that. And at those small shows, you could meet those guys a lot. And, um, you know, he was one of my favorite guys. And then in WCW, you know, it just never clicked for him. And it was almost kind of surprising that he even got in this set. Um, a lot of guys in this set, you look at it and you say, wow, how did that guy get in the set? Yeah. Uh, but, but Brad Armstrong, for me, just because that's what I grew up on was Continental Wrestling and Brad Armstrong was in it. And uh, Bullet Bob Armstrong was a guy that I loved as a kid. And so that one, if if I had to pick one card to keep, <laughs> believe it or not, that would be it. Interesting. Very, I would never have guessed that in a million years. I have 101 guesses. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, is there... Any of those, well, rumor had it, by the way, rumor had it was that everybody who was under contract for WCW at that time had a card make. That's the rumor. So this this is why you would see a Ric Flair show up out of nowhere, a Scott Steiner show up out of nowhere, um, a Booker T show up out of nowhere. Um, You know, rumor was like there's a, a Bischoff one, there's an Ultimate Warrior one, there was a Ted Turner one. Those are rumors. Yeah. Never, Mike never. Enos, you know that guy, huh? Mike Enos, yeah, that ring the bells, yep, yep. So he's not listed amongst most people as part of the eight that you know have surfaced, but there have been several people that have shown off Enos uh, blanks with no autos. Like to see him. Yeah, I, I, I can get you some picks. I've got a. I've got a saved thing from a blowout forum like 10 years ago. It's, it's, now, it's, it's hard. If it's from back then, it's, it, it makes it a little bit more valid, I think. Yeah, uh, it was pretty be- old. It, it was pretty old. Because, you know, today with technology, we did an episode once talking about, you know, bootleg sets and things like that. And uh, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen people posting like, oh, I have this, this cool custom-made, you know, yeah. I have this yeah. cool cu- custom-made, uh, you know, uh, dual autograph of Hogan and Nash, you know, it's like that. It's like, I mean, uh, Paul and Nash. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, those are misleading because that's they, yeah. I, I get it. It's um, a fun thing that you made and had done, it's like that. But it's misleading. Mm-hmm. You probably, whenever you post it like that, you should probably be very clear to a collector who's getting into it that this is a bootleg or this is my own custom made card. So. Um, when I see stuff like that, I try to do my homework and find out, is this a legit card? You know, things like right. the, Rey, the Rey Mysterio card, I know those are real because I'm the one who made those public. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, I had made a deal with Ray at the time and I had some sign in blue, some sign in black and a few sign in red. Um, yeah. And it was when he was between 
WCW and WWE gig, he came to a Southern California uh, show that I was a vendor at, and we, we struck up a deal, and I, I think I did about 40 cards with him or something like that, of, of, of the brick that he had. And right. And then, um, you know, I, over time, just got rid of all of them. Did he say why he didn't get them back in? Just never did. Just never got them back in. Never did. Nobody actually forced him to. No one asked him that it was a priority. Uh, and that's kind of the, the gist that I got when I talked to Jeff Zapata, uh, right. that it was just a whole different dealing with WCW, uh, was a whole different way of dealing with WWE or WWF at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just two different things. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, one very strict and one very loose, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, it, it's just uh, interesting to start seeing some of these cards, you know, pop up every once in a while. And here we are, you know, uh, mm -hmm. over 20 years removed. And, um, you know, we haven't seen any of the other alleged mystery cards ever show up. Not to say that they don't, won't. We don't know what's sitting around in Ultimate Warrior's estate. We don't know if Bischoff's got something in a storage facility somewhere with cards that he just forgot about. Don't know. That makes a lot of sense when you say that everybody that's contracted got, got presented with cards. Because some of the guys that got cards were just, you know, they were just support enhancement talent from yeah, why would vane hammer have a card <laughs> why would you know why would tough tom have a card exactly you know or, or Lodi. yeah it's just uh exactly and then it's like well Lodi has a card but ultimate warrior doesn't <laughs> eric bischoff doesn't yeah and so it's just um interesting and i i think there's going to come a day that if they really do exist and that's that 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 uh, myth is true. Uh, there'll mm -hmm. come a day when those things will actually, you know, show up. Well, they will bring a lot of money. Probably, uh, it, yeah, they would, especially the name, like the, the names Booker be attached. Yeah. The Booker T that, uh, was on eBay lately. I mean, I don't know, you know, if that's legit. I mean, obviously the Booker T's cards were legit, sure. but just the blank that went on eBay. And then I think it ended up going for $5,000. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I, it's just that, you know, in my, in my, uh, my normal line of work, uh, you know, I've been around a lot of these guys and I, I, I worked with mm -hmm. him once at a, at a, uh, an appearance in Southern California. I never even had the right frame of mind, even ask him, I should have asked him back then. You're like, Hey, you yeah. Know, do you ever get those cards? Do you have any leftovers? Can I buy one from you? <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I really wish I should, I, I could have, but uh, I mean, it, it happens in all, in all the different ones. Like I, you know, Comic Images put out the SmackDown release uh, mm -hmm. and SmackDown Chrome and, and of course, Superstars and other, and um, they, I had, and working with Kevin Nash at a particular convention one time, we shared a table with Terry Reynolds and she had a whole stack of these you know, autograph cards I'd never seen before for SmackDown. And it, right. it was when she was part of uh, PMS. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, and yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I had her sign. I'm so mad about that set, by the way. You're, you're what? I said, I'm mad about that set. Why? All these years later. So I got a boss man autograph. Mm -hmm. All were signed on the back. On the back. Uh, clearly authentic. Um, you know, there's hundreds of examples of it out sure. there. You know, it just got signed on the back. PSA'd it, denied it. Beckett, denied it. When? 
Uh, this is about two years ago, two and a half years ago. It's funny because uh, my understanding is that both of those companies actually have used WTC to authenticate cards. And uh, that card is obviously on our checklist with the information about it, denoting yeah. that he signed all of his cards on the back. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, they hurt my feelings with that oh. one. I would, um, huh. I'm have to try and see if I can do something about that. <laughs> That'd be okay. nice. Well, you know, it's just uh, some of those cards that do get kind of hard to authenticate, I guess. I mean, it seems kind of yeah. odd that they sign on the back, but hell, there's uh, variations of Hogan's cards signed on the back and front, you know? I mean, some are signed HH, some are signed Hollywood Hogan, mm -hmm. some are signed, you know? So, Sonny well. On what? Sonny Ono is famous Correct. for signing his on the back. Um, are you after variations as well or no? Uh, no, sir. No, no sir. Um, maybe after, maybe after I get it done. Um, the only thing I've, I've had to come up on with variations is the ink. Uh, some of the guys just did not sign it with a Sharpie fine point blue. Mm -hmm. Several of the guys did it. And uh, Scott Putsky, I know, is one that I've never been able to get except in black Sharpie thick. Um, there's a couple of other guys I forget that, that didn't sign. And I really like the, the thin blue clear signature. And, I mean, there's folks out there that have done the whole erasing and get re-signed. Oh. And I, I'm not down yeah. for that. Like the Bret Hart one's always a pretty signature. Always very Bear. nice. Um, uh, do you only collect the autographs from those three releases, or have you collected everything else from those releases? Just the autos. Just the autos. You don't do base, the chromes, and that stuff. Uh, I, have, I have the base set, and I have the chromes, but only because of just a you know a handful of boxes that I've busted over the years, which never got an auto. Probably you, never got a, you never got an auto in a box. That is nope, so strange. Nope. I have never not opened a box and not gotten an auto. I can't remember one of those nine or ten boxes, and I, I'm pretty sure it's ten that I ever pulled one out of the box. You so you weren't open a retail box? I'm positive. I am positive. Uh, I tell you, I think what happened, honestly, is I keep hearing the one in forty number mm -hmm. as, as the pack out on those. And so that would be, uh, you know, just a little bit over the box. Correct. And guys that have had cases of these for years, you know, have slowly and methodically maybe opened some of these. And I think I've just got skunked a bunch of times. I mean, Topps did that because it's one in 40 instead of one in 36 packs. Like, just in mm -hmm. case you didn't pull one. I even had a box where I pulled three autographs out of one box. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I heard. Well, I, mean, I saw the post where you replied. Yeah, and I was just. Um, uh, but I'd never. I never. I don't think I've ever opened a box and not hit an autograph in any of those releases. Um, my very first case that I ever bought of any product ever in my life was '99 embossed, and uh, so I was super happy to pull, you know, a Hogan swatch, uh, that ringside yeah. rarity, and yeah. then every box yielded me one autograph, all, all, all of them. 
just not my luck. I might have pulled Nick Patrick or something when I was drinking and forgot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, who's going to remember Nick Patrick? I mean, <laughs> uh, so then I guess if you don't really collect the, the individual releases, you don't really have a favorite release or favorite set of those three sets. I don't. I don't. Um, you know, I have busted more of the embossed than the other two. Uh, just because the Hogan card was there and I would have, you know, liked to have had it and still would like to have it. And oh, probably the, the, the ringside rarity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yellow swatch first, first ever deal. Uh, that's probably what I've busted the most, but I mean, I, I love those cards, but to me, it's just the mythos of the autograph set. Strictly an auto guy, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, your final eight, are you actively, uh, I mean, you got any leads? Well, there's, uh, there's three of them on eBay. All of them are grossly overpriced, uh, according to my taste right now. Um, I just did a huge deal that took me from 12 to eight that included several that I had not seen on eBay in a while. Um, and Vincent was one of those that was in the people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why I've never been able to catch Vincent, but uh, there's three on eBay. Uh, I got a buddy, if he's watching, that has Eddie, but he wants to, like, um, you know, make take, three house payments with it. So he wants want to take your house from you. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you look at the – there's been two Eddies sale in the last month. And both of them have been over a thousand. He, yeah, in my limited experience and over the years, uh, I ran into him a few times over the years, and he always seems super genuine, and that yep. uh, he's very generous in his signatures too. Like he never didn't wouldn't sign for you. That, that my experience. So he seems like somebody that if they gave him a brick, he'd probably sign the entire brick. Mm -hmm. I bet. I bet he did. So I, I can't imagine that he's short printed by any means. But uh, it's always going to be a myth. It's always going to be, you know, finding out from someone, you know, how many did Hogan sign versus how many did Sonny Ono sign? How many did, you know, there's no print runs in these as far as how many were you signed. Um, I don't think it's going to be ever solved. <laughs> well, I think a big thing is, yeah, that's not ever going to come out. But uh, as far as how they hit the market, I think a lot of folks have taken the guys that passed and the girls that have passed and have just put them back. You know, it just, they're, they're not going to let them go. No, I think you're and, right. And so that limits, you know, what's going to get out there. I mean, I watched Macho Man and Elizabeth auctions for three years and finally run up on outside of eBay is where I found mine on Mercari. Yep. You know, and I sweated that for four days. <laughs> if they were even really going to come, did they just get grab a Google image and throw it up there? But, um, you know, got them. So you're, uh, you're, you're kind of throwing the dice on stuff like that sometimes trying to, and hoping. But, uh, but I think I, I have very limited experience with Macari. So don't, the buyer, uh, seller doesn't get paid until you receive the item though, right? Yeah, you have to click a box to tell them that you've got the item. I'm not sure how the whole satisfaction part of it works, 
but uh, I do know that they don't get their money. It's held. And that's the only reason I did it, but I got them this year and, um, it was significantly less than what they normally go for on eBay. So you, uh, do you just kind of do all your homework? Obviously, do you, uh, um, just kind of give yourself like, okay, for this person, this is my max limit. I'm going to spend on this card. I have an idea in my head, um, since I've got down under 20 of what I want to try to do on each one of them. I have, uh, I have not always stuck to that. <laughs> so, well, sometimes, sometimes you, you, you win big time. You, you, you luck into something that's like, all right, mm. I just saved myself $200 on that card. So I can kind of just move it over to this card now and justify paying more over here. Yeah. I've been guilty of that. <laughs> uh, when you're done with this, what's after that? You're going to, you're going to start a new collection of something. You know, I've, I've had people ask me that. Guys on Twitter ask me, what are you going to do when you get done with this? And um, I don't know, honestly. Um, I've thought about it. You know, there's, there's plenty of other vintage things that I could go do. I could, you know, get back heavy into sports or... I was going to ask you, know, you, maybe get back into football or something like that or... Maybe. I, I mean, I would... I would like to do the early tops baseball runs, but, you know, I, I fear that with eight left on the bone, I've still got a while to start thinking about that. You never know. Somebody might come in and just says, Hey, I've got, you know, five of your eight, make me an offer. <laughs> I had a guy on Twitter last night tell me that he had three of the eight that I need. Okay. I said, Oh, really? And he said, yeah. And I said, for sale? And he said, nope. Then why would you tell me? <laughs> giggles, I guess. That's like, uh, it's like going to a, a strip club, man. I swear to God. Mm -hmm. It's like, here you go. You can see it, but you can't touch it. <laughs> I mean, talk about a kick in the gut. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I love these sets because these sets are kind of right in my wheelhouse as far as a collector goes, too. I mean, I started collecting in the mid to late 80s anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was in early on the top stuff and then just kind of, you know, up and down, faded here, you know. And when the, you know, the comic images and top stuff came out, uh, I got all, I was all in again. So this is like really exciting to talk about these autograph cards because there's just such, um, so many cool car signatures. Like again, people you would never think would have a card. There's a lot of first time and some of them in some case, only time they've ever signed cards. Tons, tons of guys in the set that have never signed anything else. Never, never. Yeah. Um, I mean, outside of your Armstrongs like that, do you have like some favorites as well besides that one? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a big sucker for the amount of time and the quality of the signatures in this set. Yeah, I love Laparca. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Laparca draws the doodle on there, and. You know, a lot of the Luchador guys really put a lot of time into their signatures. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, some of the guys didn't do anything. Uh, Ultimo Dragon was one that I looked for for a long time. And uh, I don't know. I just really liked his, yep. his signature. And that's a big part of it for me is just, just the amount of time that some of the guys put into signing those cards. And you know that they took a lot of extra time to do that. 
and some of the guys just squiggly lined it yeah. like you know yeah. whatever i mean you're gonna be uh i mean you're after medusa's like that i think she signed all hers keep slamming or something like that right keep on slamming keep on slamming yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then you have like you know again some squiggles which we're kind of all used to nowadays when you have like the roman reign squiggles and this sasha yeah. bank squiggles and hell the velveteen dreams like not even a sometimes not even a v it's just a line you're lucky uh, yeah. I, I have it laying around. Where'd it go? I have it laying around somewhere. I got it back from Tops finally from, you know, an undisputed box I opened up mm -hmm. uh, for a box break. But uh, I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who got in his cornflakes when he signs his cards, but he, he seems like he really is nonplussed with doing it. Yeah, somebody even uh, tweeted once of uh, some sports guy. might have been a basketball player. could have been a football player. It was a straight, mm -hmm. thick black line. Just yep. that's all it was on all his cards. That's it. Yeah, I remember years ago. It's it's um, it's escaping me who it was. It was you know some baseball guy or something. But he wrote on there, "I hate signing these cards." Is that what he wrote on the card? Yeah, he did a little squiggle <laughs> and he wrote, "I hate signing these cards." And he spends the extra time to express how much he hates yeah. it. And I go, "I love that. Thank you. I'll take that yeah. one right away." Thanks. Cause I know he didn't do that on all of them. <laughs> yeah. He already, I, I told the story before once I, I actually went to go and uh, to a Jimmy page uh, autograph mm -hmm. for his book signing one time. And I was so excited to one meet him and then two, you'll get a signature. Oh no, there was no signature. It was, he signed it, but his signature was a stamp. <laughs> That's what it was. Just a stamp. Oh, wow. And they, and they didn't even, they didn't even like uh, try to trick you about it by like pre-stamping it and him just shaking your hand and thank you for the book. And like, oh, he's not going to sign it? Oh, it's already signed, sir. Oh, they just did it right in front of you. <laughs> You're not getting no that signature. Illusions. Yeah, no, no illusions. illusions. Yep, they hid nothing. Uh, I mean, some of these guys, just, they don't they don't like it at all. I mean, uh, I, I, I did mm -hmm. the, the Triple H uh, book signing when he did his, uh, you know, his book, was it called Making the Game? And mm -hmm. um for every book you bought, you got one additional item signed. So when people knew I was going to go and get a book, buy a book, I ended up buying six books <laughs> and yeah. I got six, I got six things signed, but he, I was in the first 50 people, I like a few hundred people in that, that book signing. And he was grumpy from the very get go, <laughs> Yeah, but he signed and he has a beautiful signature that from Vance being around Vance so much. You, who knows? I mean, some of these guys who, um it's mostly that the legends i guess most of them are kind of grumpy in that sense but uh I, I don't know uh i think one of the cool things with the wcw cards too is that they're all on card there's no stickers mm -hmm. that's what makes them awesome i think yeah i love that part of it too if if they were stickers i don't i don't know that i would have ever gotten into it like like to pursue it it's hard. And I think that's why some of those ones that uh, ended up showing up on the secondary market and never got mm -hmm. put in the packs is because top spent a lot of money getting these cards printed right. and then never got them back or like, Oh, we're not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet you're probably right on that. That, that probably did curtail them doing that again. So it's really rare when you actually get on card signatures um uh, mm -hmm. well a time frame i think it's a little more common now even though we still see a lot of stickers uh we still seeing stuff like a lot of undisputed and things like that are getting on card mm -hmm. which is nice um and then again of course when you start buying like that high high end what's it um uh 
what is that uh, high at fifteen thousand dollar box at W at Tops puts transcendent. Out. Transcendent, yeah. I mean, those better be on freaking card. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want no stickers for fifteen grand. Mm-mm. So, uh, well, you know, um, good luck to you, man. Those final eight. It's, I mean, it just sounds. It seems like uh, you kind of go in waves. Like you get nothing for a while, and all of a sudden you get boom, 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 and hit. So, yeah, yeah. When you see any any of the guys. Uh, or folks that follow me on Twitter, when you see me list a bunch like that, it's all come from one person, you know, and, and sometimes these cards, I have to work on, you know, several months getting, getting everything together, lined up to get the person that's letting them go what they need out of them. So sometimes, you know, in the beginning, I'd get seven, eight cards at a time. Now it's not as much, but just recently getting four when I only had 12 left to get was pretty, pretty huge. So but, you're, you're constantly monitoring all the online auctions, obviously. Uh, you're yeah. probably using various other apps as well. It's like that. I mean, there's like offer ups and things like that. Um, yeah, I have saved searches for every one of the ones that I have left. Gotcha. Um, and I'm sure people reach out to you. They know it's just a passion project of yours. I'm sure they reach yeah. out to you and, um, uh it's do you find that because you're a guy who came from sports collecting too so mm-hmm. do you uh, do you find that the wrestling community seems to be a little bit more close you know uh it's a lot more close if you ask me i mean there's crap tons of guys out there just in the sports card world that are fantastic but uh the wrestling end of it it's just more prevalent to me yeah, I just have seen it. I mean, I've had guys just cold message me on Twitter about these cards. Hey, I've got, you know, whoever, Eric Watts, I just want to send it to you. And I'm like, no, I'm not, not going to do that. Yeah. But, you know, if I bought one off eBay, this is what it would cost me. And this is what I'd feel comfortable giving you. I've probably got 15 like that just from folks that wanted to help out and um you don't see that that much with other stuff i i'm not a longtime collector in sport as a kid i collected baseball primarily primarily just uh baseball and then some non-sport stuff but so again when i was a kid i mean we're i'm 51 years old so that's a long time ago but um I, I don't have, I don't collect anything else. I don't collect the other sports. So I don't really know that community very well, but I hear that a lot that, oh mm-hmm. my God, the wrestling community is just so much more uh, uh, passionate and, and helpful. And, and I'm starting to see that because I'm getting back into collecting cards again. And for me, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of Kurt Angle. So I'm, you know, I'm after, mm-hmm. you know, collecting Kurt Angle stuff. And uh, I've had that same thing happen to me. You know, people say, Hey, I want to send this to you because you're you're a Kurt Angle fan, so like that. And I go, wow, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I wasn't even on my radar to collect that card, but thank you. Right. Yeah, I, I will tell you for my for my experience, money is the last thing that usually comes up when I'm talking to somebody about one of these cards. We get there eventually, but if you're talking about sports cards, it comes up pretty quick. First thing, yeah. I'm watching some of these uh, these these YouTube clips from people going out to card shows, and they're you know they're throwing around thousands of dollars at a time, like you know, and that's yeah. the first that's the first thing they ask, "What do you want for it? What's that? What's that going to set me back? What do you want for it?" 
And yeah. uh, I just don't see that in wrestling too much. Yeah, I mean, you see yeah, people you, posting usually, prices and stuff. Usually there's a story exchange. There's, you know, you, you have guys that ask, you know, why did I get into this set or, you know, how, how am I doing, you know, every year, year by year and ask questions and, you know, show genuine interest. And then it, it might be, Hey, guess what? I've got this card. Sometimes you they fall, they, they fall into it. I think, uh, my good buddy, Zan, he, he got you the mm -hmm. Kevin Nash one, I think, right? He did. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. And we talked about it, you know, several, several times. And then, you know, after we talked about it a few times, then we made something happen on it. Yeah, he's constantly uh, scouring the internet for stuff and getting great deals. And uh, yeah. he, he's so good at doing that. And then uh, when he comes across that, he's like, again, he's a perfect example of someone in the wrestling community that, you know, he's looking out for other wrestling collectors as well. Yeah, I have to tell you, I mean, I, I remember when he and I were talking about that card and, uh, you know, he asked me, what I would be comfortable at in that card. And, you know, we went a message or two back and forth about it. And then finally he said, well, you know, I know what I've got in it. And this is, this is good. This mm -hmm. is fair. And I said, yep, that is fair. Yep. So it's nice when it works out like that. It's nice. Absolutely. Uh, so I don't have the experience for other sports. So all I know is my good close wrestling trading card community. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, uh, well, it's interesting, man. You got an impressive collection there, and it's. Uh, I, I hope you get it completed soon. Uh, and I hope that. I hate that you're gonna put it in, a, in some kind of a vault or something like that, man. You want me to do that, huh? Huh? You don't want me to put it in a vault? I just it'd be it'd be so cool to like when you finish it to bring you back on and talk about you know uh, you know a little bit more detail about uh, your history and getting this stuff and the final yeah. eight and how you got it done and just seeing it behind you, like on a, on a wall or something like that. And some, maybe yeah. get a, maybe, you know, you're, you're not spending money on the cards anymore, the high-end stuff anymore. Maybe invest yeah. in some nice high-end uh, custom framework. I mean, that's, that's a possibility that could happen. That could happen. And then uh, it's, it's hard. I, but I, I'm not sure if insurance companies are out uh, insuring collectibles. I, I actually had an insurance company one time try to uh, give me a quote on what I had in my storage at the time. And just looking through some boxes, he's like, oh, I, I talked to my supervisors like that. We, we can't insure this. It's just such a volatile market. I can't really insure this. I, I have a rider on mine. Um, you know, it's, it's not a super amount of money, but it's, it's replacement, you know, pre-COVID pre replacement. Sure. I, I can't get them to renegotiate, you know, my coverage level, I tried. So but, um, you, you quadruple the price and everything you picked up since COVID. Mm -hmm. Make up for it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, depending on who your insurance folks are, you can get something done with that. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Uh, and this is all going to continue to stay as raw, or do you plan on getting that stuff graded someday? I have thought about having it graded, but... I think I have made the decision along the way that I am not going to get it graded because I believe it could create a manic state for me when I send in, you know, L Dandy and he comes back a five 
He's like, I got to get a better grade than that. Then I got to go back and find L Dandy at a seven or an eight or whatever grade that my crazy mind has arrived at that I have to have the set at eight <laughs> or better. You know, and there, there are two complete sets on, on the registry. Okay. Um, and I would not even want to begin pricing out what those are worth. Uh, because I know what the set looks like raw buying them. And it is, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. You, you, you picked up uh, a really uh, hard and impressive <laughs> set of cards to go out and collect like that. So uh, my hat's off to you, man, for uh, getting as far as you've gotten. Mm -hmm. um, and I look forward to talking to you again when you actually completed it so we can, uh, you know, figure out how you rounded all this stuff up. Maybe give some stories on it. some stories on each one, like anyone that uh, in particular that was like a weird way you got a hold of something. And yeah, there's there's a there's a few interesting stories there. Um, you know, I would give a piece of advice just now because there's a surprising amount of people that are trying to start working on this set. And there's a lot of people that just don't even talk about the fact that they're working on the set for whatever reason, they're just not active on social or whatnot. Something that I did from the beginning was track how much that I had to put down to get into each card. And I'm glad I've done that. And I also hate that I've done that <laughs> because it, it just will drive you nuts because a year later one will come up with like a $40 buy it now. And I had to pay a hundred dollars for that card. And so I don't know if that's really sound advice to track it. I track it, but I'm nuts. So. <laughs> well, to go after that kind of a collection, you have to be a little bit nuts to go after all 101 of those. Like, and so you only got the three, you said that, three of those eight that were never released. Do you ever plan on trying to get some of those maybe? I, I would love to get all eight, uh, you know, but each, each one, each one of those five that I don't have has a different level of uh, mythology around it. Uh, you know, the Ric Flair, I believe there's been two. I've seen some one. Is it one? Yeah, it, it, yeah, that's probably right. It was, about, it was, it was at least years. at least ten years ago on eBay, and that's yeah. where I saw it, and that's where I got the image from. Uh, mm -hmm. And then uh, to do the homework on it, found out that it was sold by Jimmy Hart's son. Mm. So that made sense that it came from his dad, and right. his dad was a liaison for all that stuff. And then of course his good buddies mm -hmm. Hogan anyway. So it made sense, but I've never seen another one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, Ray just, you know, you've got the most experience with that card of anybody. It just isn't out there. Booker T isn't out there. British Bulldog. Uh, I mean, that would if I had to pick one of the eight to have, that would be the one I would want to have. Not even the flair. Yeah, I would want the British Bulldog. You know, and the only thing I've ever found on it is like uh, screen grabs from blowout forums from 2001. Yeah, and it's probably, probably what I have. It's probably where I got the image from. It's on the yeah. WTC checklist. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would kill. I would, you know, I wouldn't, well, right. if law enforcement's watching, I would not kill. <laughs> a joke. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. I would love to get all eight of them, but, um, sure it won't happen. Maybe those, uh, five will become like a, a small little, an expensive, uh, side project. Yeah. No longer becomes your main focus, but just if you happen to come across one, yeah, that would be some next level stuff yeah. to uh, to happen upon those other five that are out there. And and the the Steiner and the Duncan, even though they come out more often than any of the other ones, uh, they're still super rare. Yeah, they super are. What, what what's a Steiner going for these days? Do you know? On average, uh, I paid two twenty for mine about a year ago. Okay. Still not I, that see, bad. I see them on eBay. They pop up there with starting bid 200 or buy it now 450, 500. I think I, now that I mentioned, I think I saw one once. Someone listed for 499.99. Yeah. Just around 500 bucks. Yeah. It's a great card. And you know, the Duncan Jr. is actually, to me, it comes up less than the Steiner. The Steiner comes up more than, than, the Whipwreck or the Duncan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, Mikey actually has has talked about that card on his Twitter. Has I he? don't. Yes, sir. He has. Um, and one of the guys that's helped me out tremendously with this set, um, Tony O on Twitter, he had had the Mikey and interacted with him. Well, actually, no, he did not have it. Mikey popped it up on his Twitter that he had had found one that he had signed mm -hmm. and uh, Tony, Tony worked a deal with him, I believe. And actually he signed the back 2020 uh -huh. to match what he signed in 98. Gotcha. Uh, and you know, that's something that will never come out of his, you know, set. Sure. Ball. But yeah. I'd love to get all of those that never came out. That would be phenomenal. But the the ones that I'm down to now are just um, they're also really tough. Are they? Yes. Uh, I know. Now the Hogan is. The Hogan's tremendously tough. The um, the crazy thing is, you know, I, I pin that on my Twitter at the top. What I need. Saw and, that. Yeah, and guys will say fire yeah nitro girl fire you haven't gotten her and i'm like no i have seen her for years but i didn't want to pay 300 bucks for it you know for whatever reason just never seen it reasonable to me at the time um, you uh you come across any that you just kind of passed on for like mean gene uh, yeah, I do have a couple of horror stories about Mean Gene, actually. I, I kind of took that one for granted along the way because it does pop up fairly common. And I just never pulled the trigger, never would meet, you know, a best offer on it twice. Uh, I thought I had a deal worked out on Mean Gene and they both fell through. Yeah. And then after he passed, uh, rocket. That's unfortunate. 
Yeah, and okay. it's it's beautiful signature. It is. Um, but it's out there. It's out there to be got. There's one buy it now, right now on eBay, three seventy five. I guess in the grand scheme, it's not that bad, but to me, mm-hmm. Gene, eh, yeah. well, it's a little I high. A little I can, high. I think I can do better. Somebody's going to see this that's got it that will do better. Let's hope so. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> if they uh, do, that's great. That's awesome. Well, you know, if I come across anything like that at all, I'll make sure I, uh, you know, let you know. I'm actually going, I'm going to a card show tomorrow. Really? Yeah. So it's a first time card show uh, here in Arizona. And um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, uh, I'm going to go see if I can meet 75 Kings. Uh, the guy does all the uh, artworks like that. He's supposed to be yeah. setting up there. Had I known that we're going to be having a show there, I probably would have gotten a table to move some stuff myself, but um, it's going to be fun. We're going to do some uh, recording while I'm there and see if um, come across any hidden gems. Who knows? You know, I always yeah, hold out hope. Always hold out hope. Look out for Barry Horowitz stuff for me. Barry Horowitz <laughs> stuff. Okay. <laughs> you got it, man. Well, it, it's, uh, I thank you for coming on. Thank you. Um, it's always fun to talk to someone who's a serious collector, especially when it comes to something like the WCW ones. Like I said, it's right in my wheelhouse. That, that whole era right there is like right up my alley. I had good relationships with Tops and, uh, and then really good relationship with Comic Images at the time. So uh, yep. information became very easy for me to come by. But uh, it's just uh, cool to talk about it, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I love this set. I love talking about the the guys in the set, the guys that didn't make the set that we never saw. You know, we didn't really get into that a lot. Yep. But we'll we'll, we'll cover more of that too. When you finish this yeah. setup, I really want to talk to you when you finish the setup, and then uh, we'll talk about some of those horror stories of things that kind of went through, some of the lucky finds, maybe uh, some yeah. of the ones maybe it's like you know what, I just got to do it. It's a little bit out of my price range, but I got to do it. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'll tease you with one. I've got I've got one card in my run that I paid two bucks for. Two bucks. Oh, we got we'll talk about that. We'll talk about yep. it for sure. All right, man. Well, Wes, I really appreciate your time for this. And um, you know, let's again talk again soon. Absolutely. Love to do it. All right, wrestling card collectors. Uh, we're gonna wrap this one up. Until next time. Mm-hmm.